Welcome to the Pest Web Podcast, where we talk about the products and strategies pest control professionals are using to earn customers and grow. Each episode, we sit down with industry experts to bring you business tips, market trends, and technical information you can use. It's a fresh perspective on what it takes to succeed in pest control. Listen how Viserys's Andrew Asir and Oliver Bigler, Partnerships Director at Fresh Lime, describe how spending a few dollars focusing on existing customers can double your growth rate and retain 37% more customers. Hear about the secret tools, technology, and techniques PMPs use to automate customer communication through text, email, web chat, and CRMs. Viserys customers receive 20% off all Fresh Lime services. Go to www.freshlime.com slash Viserys. Hi, everyone. On today's episode of the PestWeb Podcast, we're going to be joined by Ollie Bigler of Freshlime. Real quick on Ollie, Ollie works in partnership acquisition and development there at Freshlime and is helping partners build their brand while providing best-of-breed technology solutions. He's been helping small businesses launch digital marketing and customer interaction technology for over 18 years now. And before joining Freshlime, he had founded two small business-focused digital marketing software companies that service now over 25,000 small business customers. He's a graduate of Brigham Young University and lives with his family in Orem, Utah. So we're thrilled to have him on the podcast to be talking to you about the unique opportunities that Freshlime can provide and why it's important to focus on customer retention. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pest Web Podcast. So glad that you can be with us. This is going to be a really neat episode, and it is all about learning a secret superpower that's going to help you grow your business faster than you can possibly imagine. Uh, that's a lot of buildup, I realize, but it is exciting. We've got Ollie Bigler from Freshlime uh, joining us. Ollie, good to have you with us. Uh, thanks again for making time. For this episode, we're, we're talking about customer retention. We're talking about CRM. There's probably a few other acronyms to be thrown in there. But uh, at the end of the day, we start talking about keeping customers. How does that, how does that compare to just going out and acquiring customers? And, and why should folks be thinking about customer retention? Andrew, thank you for asking. And, and by the way, thank you for having me on the podcast. This topic that we're going to be talking about is something that quite often businesses overlook. It's kind of a secret superpower that if businesses are aware of this challenge and they know how to fix it, they can grow their businesses much more rapidly by, by thinking about how do I retain my customers. So I'm really excited to be able to talk to your, your customer base about how they can utilize this to help grow their business a lot faster and with a lot less stress. So I'm just curious, for by way of introduction, you know, Fresh Lime, you guys have been around for a little while. Are you, are you in a few different industries? I mean, I know uh, PMP is a newer market for you, but can you tell us a little bit more about your company? Fresh Lime has been around for a long time, working on customer retention in home service-based businesses. So we specifically focus on plumbing and HVAC 
uh, pest control, um, professional services um, that are related to consumers and homeowners, and then um, a few other verticals uh, like dental and quick lube and car wash and a, f- and a few things like that. So we're, we're very focused on local businesses and how they can compete better, perform better, and use technology to help run their business more efficiently so that they can grow faster with, with again, with less stress, you know? Well, so so how many customers roughly do you guys support right now in this industry, given that you're a relatively new entrant, but you've, you've obviously been working with this type of customer uh, homeowner business uh, over the years? We, um, we specialize in pest control companies that are small to medium because that's where we can do the most good. And that's also where our focus has been on building to a customer base where, where they're in that spot where the, the business owners are very stressed out. They, they are wearing a lot of hats. They're in that middle ground where they're not quite big enough to just have enough money to go hire five people in their marketing department and, you know, a, a couple of people to do this and a couple of people to do that. And we know the needs that the business owners have. And so we have been building our technology to be able to help that business owner to get this difficult job done for a low cost instead of having, having, needing to hire a lot of people to get the job done being a barrier. Yeah, you know, every time we look in the news, we're hearing about how difficult it is uh, bringing on talent and just hiring in general. It's it's really a, there's there's a shortfall out there, and more and more companies are looking for digital solutions to help them either, you know, kind of bridge the gap or um, really address some of these things. So I, it, it is interesting. You guys are coming coming along at a time where um, there's a definite need for that, especially for the small and mid size pest control. Companies companies out there um, that, like you say, can't necessarily uh, field a staff of, of eight marketing people or um, customer service managers or whatever it is. So, so why, why is it so important to be thinking about customer retention versus customer acquisition? This is really where this comes down to it. And I don't think I answered your question about how many customers we have also. We have in pest control, we have about 4,000 customers. And that's for this reason. The the beautiful thing about technology today is that technology can solve problems for business owners they didn't even know that they had, and so um, for for relatively low cost. So so that that's effective for us because we can provide that technology and we can also make it really simple to understand because that's that's what business owners need. And then once business owners understand how the technology can help them, then it becomes becomes a no brainer once they see that. So. So that, that's why we're here, and that's why we're on this podcast, to help uh, business owners to understand how they can utilize technology to help them be more efficient and more profitable. So so what are some of the kind of the warning signs? Like if they're looking at their dashboard, it, there's a, a red flashing light. What would that be, and what have you heard um, you know, from, from some of your clients before they uh, adopted your, your solution and, or at least looked at some of these customer retention strategies? It, yes. Uh, the environment that most pest control companies live in right now prior to using technology like this is that they are competing with everybody else to get new customers. 
the average pest control company loses 60% of their customers in the first three years of acquiring that, that person as a customer. It's, it's, about a, it's about a 25% loss per year. Um, compounded over three-year period adds up to about 60% in total loss from, from customers. Whoa, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty hefty. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a big loss. Yeah, and we have vetted this with a lot of our customers and, and tracked. With our customers, we connect to the CRM, which we're going to talk about, that they're using. And so we can track for our customer how much they're losing before implementing customer retention technology versus after. And so we see that, that on average, 60% over three years is, is fairly standard. Um, and it makes sense because pest control is highly competitive. You have people knocking on doors all summer, dozens of different companies competing in the same markets for the same people. And then those that are listening that have been running any kind of ad campaign know how expensive it is. Pay-per-click costs, um, costs around $500 per customer to acquire based on the, the cost per click and then the conversion rate on those customers. If you have a really good landing page and then a sales team that calls, it still costs around $500 to acquire a customer through pay-per-click advertising because there's so much competition. So getting a new customer is really expensive. And are you seeing that uh, in the other industries? Are we about the same, uh, worse, or better than you know HVAC and these other home services? Well, that's really interesting. Plumbing is a little bit lower. Uh, as an average cost to acquire a new customer. And I think that part of the reason why is because pest control is a recurring service. And so if you, if you acquire a new customer in pest control, you can, you're guaranteed by virtue of your contract, you're guaranteed to get that income for a year. So with, with plumbing, that's not the case. They'll come in and do one job. So plumbing has a little bit of a different challenge. They've got to, they've got to be present in front of the customer the next time they have a plumbing problem. Right. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a different challenge there. But for that reason, in pest control, it's more expensive because the customer is worth more. And so once you start doing the math and realize, okay, if I can, if I can get this new customer, then they're going to pay me for, for 12 months on my service. Or, you know, some companies will do a couple-year contract. So, so that's a main difference there. Gotcha, gotcha. And you know, certainly in the last 20 or so months with, with COVID and everything else, we've seen even with, with PestWeb, more and more of our professional uh, customers, you know, going in droves to the digital solutions that are out there, whether it's just on-demand training or, you know, being able to, to pull labels in SDS and download them and all those things. How, how, is, how are you seeing that play out in your space specific to some of the technologies that you guys have? Well, one of the ways that we measure that is the cost to keep a customer versus the cost to get a new customer. So we want to measure what that ROI is, and so that's why we track these data points. So the average cost to get a new customer is around $500. And then without doing anything, if you're not implementing any customer retention program, then you're going to lose 60% of those in three years. The average cost to keep a customer, and this is going to really surprise you, the average cost to keep a customer 
is nine dollars. Wait, at nine bucks? Nine dollars. Yes. Tell, tell me more about this. I'm sure uh, you know. What do you need to do? And I and I know that all of the you know, RPMP customers are absolutely focused on their customers. How do they break out of a cycle of losing customers and then going back and getting new? It's that's just staggering. If it's nine bucks, I mean, you could give give your customer a gift card and call it a yeah. day, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's why that's why this is a secret weapon because businesses that don't know this are just they're on the mouse wheel you know they're running and running and running trying to get new customers which are the lowest profit of all the customers because on top of the customer acquisition cost then you have to service them for a year and so the typical pest control company actually loses money in year one so unless you're doing something to retain them in year two and year three then um you are a stressed out business owner because you are competing constantly for a very thin margin. So you're not making a lot of money and you're working really hard to not make very much money. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a cycle you want to break out of. So, so how do you, how do you do that? What, what have you seen in your experience as a, as a way, what do you need to do to retain those customers effectively? The, and by the way, these, for the people that are listening, Freshline obviously offers these services, but these are also things that you can get from other places. So what you want to be what you want to be looking at is things that allow technology to provide what I'm about to describe because what you'll see is that trying to manage this manually is pretty complicated. There's a lot of things that need to be done. That's the bad news. The good news is that there are several companies that know that this is a thing that business owners need and so they have been building technology solutions that provide that. And that's another reason why it's such low cost because when you buy a technology service, it's something that you apply to all of your customers. So you're going to spread that cost out over all the customers that you have. Whereas when you're competing to get a new customer, you're spending that for just one one homeowner. So that's why there's such a cost difference. And then the effectiveness of doing this really adds up. We just did a measurement of people that use Freshline service and how that changes their retention. And it increases their retention by 29.5%. So versus doing nothing. Apart from that, what we're doing is not secret. It's just that technology makes it a low cost. So I'll, so I'll get into what, what that is. And it's pretty straightforward. What a business needs to do is after they acquire a customer, and of course they need to give them a very good experience on their, on their, first, on their, on their first experience, their first interaction with the company. So of course, and that's what most business owners are in business to do. They, they like what they do. Right. Whether it's just the, the training component and all of the, you know, that, that at the end of the day is, I, I would think is the, is the baseline or table stakes, right? It's just making sure that uh, you ha create a, a positive customer experience. If you don't do that, then, you know, all the rest just kind of falls away. I would think. That's right. That's right. So if you've crossed hurdle number one in, in that you've given them a great experience, and one way you can track that is by making sure you have a system that asks all your customers to review you because you definitely want to be in touch with how your customers feel about your business. So that's step number one. Make sure that you are getting reviews from your customers. That also shows your customers you care about them. And ultimately, every time, everything I'm going to describe, its objective is to do that. 
as a business, you want to tell consumers that you care about them, that you know who they are individually, and that you appreciate their business. So you want to give them love, honestly, to just break it down into something really simple. Yeah, makes sense. Now, one mistake a lot of businesses make is that they will do blasts out. Now, blasts don't work very well. You know, you use a, like a, an email system that where you just put all your customers into it and you send out a big mass marketing email. That doesn't work particularly well because people have started to notice, oh, that's a blast. So in their mind, the consumer doesn't really think, well, that's, that's actually, they know who I am. They just think, oh, they're just trying to market to me. They're just trying to get into my wallet again. And that's something you want to avoid as a business is you don't want your customers to feel like you look at them as just a number. You want them to feel like you, you see them as people and you care about them and appreciate them, like a family kind of a feeling. Um, so that, that is one thing I would recommend being careful of is, is to not do blasting. At all or just judicious use, like, from time to time? Like, I know um, for, for the folks that service um, our yard, we get a, a notification, and that's more just, hey, heads up, we're coming out, and here's what we do. Um, but we also get a leave behind with, you know, very specific prescriptive, you know, be sure to do this, water for this amount of time, all of that good stuff, which, you know, does suggest and we feel like, yeah, you know what? We're getting the value for that. We're they're they're taking the time to give us some specific, you know, guidance around how to take better care of our yard. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's nice. There there definitely can be a balance there. Now, what I'm going to describe is in the ideal world, sending out communication is good in any in any form because that keeps you engaged with the business. But in an ideal world, every message that you would send to your customer would be tailored specifically to them. Let, let me give you an example. Um, let's say that you want to blast out about uh, termite treatment. So you, you've got a lot of customers that have come in on a general pest contract, and you really want them to upgrade to termite. Now, if you know that very few of your customers are using termite, then a blast, they would feel like, oh, that's something I need. But for the customers that are already using the termite treatment, if they get a blast from you about termites, they're not going to connect with that as that you, that you see, know who they are. Because they'll be thinking in their mind, well, I'm already using that. Right. Yeah, why are you sending this to me? It makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. yeah. But that's a very difficult thing to track. So if a business owner doesn't have a technology system that will track that, well, then they would need to keep track of that somewhere on a spreadsheet or on paper, they, they would need to keep track of which services, which customers are um, are utilizing which and which customers are not utilizing which services. Hey, Ollie, real quick, real quick, um, before I get, we get too far ahead, but I noticed you said technology system. Should we go ahead and talk about uh, that th three-letter word, CRM? <laughs> yeah. Yes, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> three-letter word. <laughs> So what is it, and why is it important? And and I'm sorry to derail you, but I, I feel like that that you know we should probably tackle that one head on, and then we can talk more about kind of how this plays out. Yes, you're absolutely right. The in fact, Freshline's technology doesn't work unless the business is on a CRM. So we definitely need to talk about that. Um, a CRM is a customer resource management software. Many businesses, when they start out, they just do things manually. 
And, and that's okay because you got to start wherever you're going to start. But what m business owners might not be realizing is that if they're using, for example, QuickBooks, then that is not a CRM. It's a way to track all of your customers so that you can bill them, but a CRM is, is vastly more um, robust than a simple QuickBooks process. So CRMs, um, CRM, that's a universal word in all industries, but in the pest control industry, there are CRMs that are specific to pest control. So they have a lot of features in them that, that are specific to pest control companies. Uh, routing, for example, automatic routing systems are set up in CRMs so that as your customer base gets larger, the software can actually optimize routes for your technicians the best. And, and you're keeping track of all your customers and their home addresses. CRMs keep track, not only do they keep track of all your customers and handle your billing, that's a, that's a core function, but they also provide ways for you to manage the very specifics of delivering the pest control services to them in an optimized way. So in other words, they have operational tools that help you to operate your business efficiently. Gotcha. So a lot of it is about uh, efficiency, uh, but then going back to kind of what you're talking about, where you have these very custom messages, um, does the CRM help you do that? Or does that, is that, where there's other software, like what FreshSlime does, how, how do those two interact then? Most good CRMs are going to have basic communication tools in them. The ones that I'm aware of, um, they, a, a lot of them have things that are around the service itself. So a CRM, a good CRM will allow the business to, uh, for example, send out a text message prior to the technician coming out. Um, or send them an email to log in to pay their bill on the online portal. Well, online portal, for example, that's something that a CRM provides, um, a way for you to collect uh, payment information from your customers online through your website. So, so CRMs will provide a, a certain level of communication to your customers and, and an automated, in an automated fashion. And by the way, that is a key word, what we can be talking about. The usage of CRMs and then third-party software that connects to your CRM helps you to automate parts of your business. And that's where you can be more efficient and more profitable because you're using technology to get certain steps done instead of hiring people to get those steps done. I think we're getting close to that superpower you were talking about. Yes. <laughs> and that's the key word. Automation is the key word. And I think maybe businesses don't realize that their technology is getting so good that there are parts of the business that can be automated that they may not even be aware of. And that's the fun part about being in this industry is we are helping businesses to learn how they can automate their business. And ultimately, once they get over the, the worry about how does this technology work or I don't quite understand it, if they can just know that that's the objective of, of all of these businesses, all these CRM companies, tech companies like Freshline, what we're trying to do is to help small business owners to automate parts of their business so that it can be more effective and cost less. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, so just looking again at how, let's say I do have a CRM and it's 
providing me some automation, what what can I then do if I'm really focused on, you know, wow, my cost, it's only nine bucks to retain the customers I have. What are some of the things that, you know, technology can now allow me to do that I couldn't do even a year or two ago? I'll give you an example of a way that that we help the businesses to, to show that love to their customers. Um, one of them is a customer nurturing process that we call an educational flow. And, and what we have our pest control companies do is we have them track where a customer is in their in the, what's called the customer life cycle. So how long have they been a customer and what products are they currently purchasing from the business? And then the, our technology provides a way for the business to, in an automated fashion, to determine what's the right message to send to each customer individually and what time is the best time to send that message. So going back to the example of a termite treatment versus a general pest, if you have this automation set up, then the system can automatically track, again, in your CRM, the system will go into the CRM and say, oh, here's a new customer. They just signed up for a general pest service. So I am, I'm not going to offer them something else for a few months so that they can enjoy my service and, and get to know me. And then, and then at the right time, I'm going to send them an offer for something they're not purchasing from me. So the first few experiences I'm going to send to that customer are, hey, we love you. Welcome to the company. Here are things you can do with our company. Um, here's how you can interact with us, et cetera, et cetera. And then, and then, and then that gets tracked over time. So, so with with an educational series, you want to send personalized uh, messages by email, text message, and chat that then connect to that customer with the right timing. So, if they're a new customer, then you're you're going to want to send them a series of educational emails about things that they need to know as a new customer of you. But then once they've been a customer for six months um, or a year, those things can change. And then uh, in addition, there are also seasonal messages. So in every area of the country, there's different types of pests that occur in that area at different times of the year. So making sure that you're tracking where they are, what region they're in, what pests are the most relevant, and how long they've been a customer and what products they have purchased. You can see how this starts to get really complicated if you have to track it manually. Yeah, it, it would be, it would be it would feel overwhelming. However, just even doing that first part of the exercise really forces you to look at your your existing customer base and their behaviors, and that I think is a good exercise in and of itself. But then, like you say, that's where the systems and the automation piece can can absolutely help, right? Because nobody has 10 people just sitting around waiting to jump on the data that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And in fact, a business that just starts interacting in any way, they actually will see an increase in customer retention. So it's not that this is a difficult thing to understand. It's just that businesses don't think about it. But once they do start thinking about it, any business that starts thinking about, well, how do I stay connected to my customer on a regular basis after they've become my customer, they'll start seeing an increase in in their customer retention just from that alone. And that's, that's the good news. Um, but then yep. 
On the, on the other hand, the more customers that you get, then the more complicated it gets to track that if you want, when you want to create the ideal system. Of so you become a victim of your own success, <laughs> yes, basically. Yes. You've got so many customers <laughs> that are sticking around. So I and I, I want to be respectful of, of your time, and I am curious. So are you seeing that emails are, are no longer uh, as critical as doing the text message thing? Like when, when you do want to alert those specific customers about treatment options or you know, ways, how do you guys uh, recommend that or what are you seeing with some of your clients? Oh, you are touching on something very important. And, and this is a very complicated issue, what you're bringing up. There has been a big shift in the way that consumers expect to be communicated with. Email is still very effective, but it is starting to fade in importance as it's becoming easier for businesses to communicate with customers through other means. And primarily what a business owner can be thinking about is that the mobile phone, the smartphone, has changed all of this. So people now have a phone in their pocket and they have instant access to information and instant access to communication. So this is another aspect of how businesses are winning is when they communicate with potential customers, so leads, and existing customers through mobile channels and through the channel that the consumer prefers. It's, uh, that, that's a big shift from 10 years ago where, where a business could say, here's how you communicate with me. It, it actually has flipped the other way, and now consumers say, well, I want you to communicate with me this way. And I'll list off what some of those are. They'll, those include uh, Google Messenger. So Google has a function now on Google My Business pages where you can chat with a business. So more and more people are looking at that and going, I, I just want to chat right from my phone, uh, right in this app, right to the business. Uh, another example is Facebook Messenger. Um, people that really like Facebook, they use Facebook Messenger a lot and they want to communicate with businesses through Facebook. Now the number one alternative communication method is text messaging. Now, text messaging is very, very effective. Everybody reads a text message from their phone. They're going to look at it. And a business that will send out information to the homeowner, to their customer by text, uh, can very effectively deliver messages uh, to their customers. And then with text messaging, you have to be, you have to be careful because you can overdo it on text messaging and then... Sure. Yeah. Start really ticking them off, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, the sophisticated technology now will allow this to happen without it being any more difficult for the business owner. So business owners don't need to be intimidated of this. You don't need to go and set up a separate way to text and a separate way for Facebook and a separate way for Google and a separate way for email. Systems like Freshlines and the others that are out there, they, we've been creating what's called a single inbox. So if you've got the right technology, you can just click a button and it will send the message out that through the preferred communication channel for that customer. So you could send out one message and to one customer, it'll go to their Facebook account, to another, it'll go to their Google account, to, the, to, to another one, it'll go by text, and to another, it'll go by email. And that's, that's why the tracking that you mentioned becomes critical. Um, and again, another way that technology gets this job done in a way that a person trying to manage it on their own just couldn't do it. Wow, it's really it's really eye opening, Ollie, and and I appreciate it. I think um, we may have to 
bring you back for a round two and, and talk more about what else is happening. I know one of the items that you and I've talked about is, is uh, are these, you know, with certainly with the proliferation of QR codes, given the recent social distancing and everything else, that that has created new technology stuff that you guys are looking at as well. Yes. COVID changed everything, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's, I I think the, the uh, I mean, because the QR code, just real quick, is an, uh, I just want to speak to that very quickly. To me, that piece, you know, is somewhat old. Like that was brought out years ago, but never fully adopted. And um, what are you guys seeing just really quick on, on that piece? Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's been around for a long time. But it didn't get into full usage until COVID. Um, interestingly, it's been very predominant in Europe and in Asia. QR codes have become the norm there. But in the U.S., that was not the case. But there, there have been some changes that, that happened prior to COVID that COVID kind of helped to trigger to, for us to flip over to using that, which is that in 2017 and 18, Apple and Android both included a QR code scanner into the camera of all their phones. Ah, gotcha. So you didn't need to find an app or whatever. Yeah. Right. You just, it was native. Yep. People didn't realize, oh, that they were carrying around a QR code scanner in their pocket (laughs) until COVID, but that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. And then with COVID, and that's another reason why these channels of communication are important, because what COVID forced businesses to quickly move to is at-a-distance transactions. Um, So QR codes and then all these channels of communication have become vital. And so you're you're touching on something that's really important for uh, a business's future now. You have to become a business that texts out to your customers if you're going to be able to survive in the new era of COVID and at a distance communication, text message has become the number one way, but you have to collect the rights to text someone. You have to get what's called an opt-in in order to be able to send them marketing messages to their phone. And good CRMs, like the ones we've mentioned, and then good software will actually make that an automatic part of your new customer onboarding. So when you get a new customer, the system will automatically ask them, hey, is it okay if we send you text messages? Is it okay if we send you emails? Is it okay if we communicate with you through Facebook and Google? That It collects those opt-ins so that you have the rights to do that and can conform to the legal rules around it. Well, and I think that's a great place for us to uh, wrap up. I mean, at the end of the day, you're giving the customer the choice of how they best want to be communicated to. And with um, software and technologies and solutions like what what you you guys are doing at FreshLime, it seems like this would be a nice nice way for uh, PMP who's absolutely interested in growing his business, maybe not at the cost of, of going after the elusive new customer, but just building the book of business from the existing customers that this would be a, a good way to proceed. So real quick, what would be, um, what are the next steps? Where, where can folks go to learn more? If they would like to learn more about FreshLime and the services that we can provide them, all the Saris customers get special pricing by virtue of our partnership. So they can go to freshlime.com slash and fill out that information. And then we will know that, that they 
have been referred by Viserys, and then our team can call them and and uh, do an assessment of their current CRM and their customer communication processes and help to guide them on how they could implement technology that will help their business. Outstanding. Well, Ollie, I really appreciate your time. Uh, as always, this has uh, been insightful for me and, and hopefully for our listeners. And would love to have you back at some point and let us know what the new latest, greatest technology is out there. Thanks again for being on the podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank you to everybody that's listening. Take care now. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pest Web Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, then head over to Spotify, iTunes, or any other major podcast platform. Write us a review and subscribe today. And don't forget to share this podcast with other pest control professionals. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.